Few expected to see the Chicago Bulls and the Golden State Warriors lead the Eastern and the Western Conference with straight wins after the new NBA season started. Meanwhile, the Brooklyn Nets and the Los Angeles Lakers, the two teams that many thought would dominate the league, are struggling in their divisions. Welcome back to CGTN Sports Talk. I am Li Xiang, and I'm glad to be joined by my colleague Matthew here. Hey. So. Have you ever imagined that it's the Bulls and the Warriors are gonna be defeatless? And I never would have. Yeah, in four games, imagined the undefeated teams would have been the Bulls and the Warriors. Uh huh. And I mean, the Bulls have their big three. If you include Ball, that's big four. That's true. Yeah. I mean, they don't have a bad squad though. I mean, they made a lot of really good moves last year with the addition of um,、uh, Nikola Vucevic. Vucevic. This year, adding Demar Derozan, Lonzo Ball, Alex Caruso, Caruso, who is crazy stealing balls. Yeah, he's yeah. a thief, man.、Uh-huh. So, so I mean, the number is like he's a burglar now. Yeah,、uh, I mean, they actually have a pretty decent、uh, record starting lineup、yeah. there. But the problem is the opponents they won. Two of them were the Pistons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. who didn't even have Kate Cunningham. I think all of I think this four and zero start should definitely be taken with a grain of salt, so to speak.、Mm-hmm. Two of the wins came against the Detroit Pistons, then against the Hornet, not the not the New Orleans Hornets, the New、yeah. Orleans Pelicans, yeah, which didn't have without Zion, Zion Williamson,、yeah. and then the Toronto Raptors, which is also banking,、exactly. uh, tanking, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean they're four wins, but you know who do they really play?、Mm. Not much, no one really. but still, they、yeah. lost to a lot of teams like these in the previous、That's、seasons.、True. Yeah, but even in these games, which are blowouts, they, I mean, there are positives like the defensive end.、Mm, true, I mean, they held the teams to eighty-seven and a half points. Yeah, and the thing is that they don't really have like an elite defensive squad. I mean, Demar Rosen and Levine, they're not good defenders. Yeah, so they're working together now because they're more motivated. Maybe so. Yeah. Maybe so,、uh, and, and also, at this point, it seems like the East is wide open. True, because there's the, they're the only winning streak team now. Yeah, because the the teams that we thought would be powers,、mm. right? The Nets and the seventy six. Well, of course, even I mean, the Bucks. It's only a few games. Yeah, in, that's so true. This is all very overblown. Like,、mm-hmm. you know, let me just be clear. But、yeah. the Nets are clearly struggling.、Mm. The seventy sixers. That was another team that people thought would be kind of a front runner. Yeah. But、They're not doing so hot.、No, even the Bucks lost. Yeah, even the Bucks.、Mm-hmm. So you know, right now it looks like the East is kind of wide open.、Mm. Is it ironic that、um, this is the first time for the Bulls to start their season with four straight wins since 1996 to 97? Significant. Same thing for Zach Levine.、Yes. In his entire career, he never claimed four straight wins. I mean, the Timberwolves did while he was, you know, not playing. Yeah, this is kind of the time for him to step up as being, you know, the premier player on the team.、Mm. I mean, he's been the top player, but yeah, he needs to be the best guy on the court. Can he be? Because、uh, and also he will be a free agent soon. Will he be convinced that the Bulls? Did so many things, and so far they have been working well. Will he be convinced to stay?、Uh, with the additions that they made this off season, I think so,、mm. because they've put together a pretty good team. DeRozan's playing out of his mind, actually.、Yeah. 
I mean, better than I thought. Actually, he shot more than Levine. Yeah, I mean, he's been knocking it down from the outside. He's he's been all over the court. Um, Ball's defense has been outstanding, also. Mm-hmm. Um, Caruso, like you said, his defense has been great. Yeah, one of the reasons why no one understood why the Lakers got rid of him. Well, actually, <laughs> whoever the Lakers send away, Daryl uh, claim more wins than the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I think these are yeah. all. You know, good steps toward keeping Levine where he is, mm-hmm. because I don't. I mean, if if they bring in the pieces to Chicago, I don't see why he have he'd have a reason to leave. I mean, he he's not going to go to a bigger market. Hmm, that's true. I mean, there aren't many markets bigger than Chicago in the United States, besides no. New York or Los Angeles, mm. right? And <laughs> who may not want him this year? I mean, next year. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't know where he would go. Um, the addition of DeRozan and Ball and Caruso, I think those are pieces that, you know, you can look to your left and right and say, okay, I can win with these guys. That's true. Especially yeah. looking at the landscape of the NBA, what team would you look at and say, okay, these guys have it in the bag? Mm-hmm. At this point, at this point, I-, I can't think of a team that I would look at and say that. True. And the Warriors, like you said, a uh, few expecting them to win all the time, and they actually beat tougher opponents than the Bulls. Yes, they beat two teams in LA. They beat OKC, and also they beat um, the Trailblazers. Yeah, these time these teams have all stars. I mean, OKC doesn't. Yeah, the, without Clay Thompson. Well, the War- yeah, the Warriors are surprising too because I think most people assumed, hey, this will be. You know, if you look at the Warriors roster, you have Steph Curry and then a bunch of guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, not not to be rude, but I mean, it's just like Steph Curry and the guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like, it sounds like a, yeah, and the thing an is, old band or Curry something. Curry didn't but. have to uh, carry the team all the time like he did last season. Yeah. The Warriors system, which has been uh, uh, torn apart for years, is back now. Yeah. Everyone's giving the ball, everyone's passing the ball, everyone's moving. It's it, it, it all seems so familiar. Exactly. Yeah. Well, when he's knocking out as many shots as he is, I think it works better because he draws so much attention away from everyone else. Mm-hmm. So if you're one of the guys, um, as long as you play well in your role, you don't need to be a superstar. That's true. Right. That's because he, he's still is. knocking down his shooting percentage. He's still able to right get now. 25 points in the corner. Yeah, he's averaging almost 30 points a game right now mm-hmm. um, through four games. So if he keeps that up. And the rest of the guys, you know, play well within their role. I think they'll be okay. I, I think it's it's kind of a situation where they just need to main maintain a level where they're close to mm-hmm. playoff range until Clay Thompson comes back. Yeah, and assuming he's seventy five to eighty percent of what he was before, mm. which is a big assumption because he's been on for two seasons. Yeah, um, they have a shot, of course, to make the playoffs. Oh. Right? I was um, gonna just gonna ask, like, if the Bulls meet someone tougher, and when Clay comes back for the Warriors, yeah, can the Bulls, you know, target top four in the East, and can the Warriors target for conference finals? I guess I don't see the no. Warriors going to the finals. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, conference I, finals. Yeah, I mean the conference finals. I don't. I'm not confident enough in them going to the conference finals. Mm-hmm. I would just give them the playoffs. The playoffs. I don't, I don't, We'll play in or top six. I could go with top. Mm, I'm still leaning toward play in. Ah, because just looking at the landscape, 
you know, another team we're going to talk about, the Lakers. I think they'll get it together. Oh. I, I still like a rematch like, of last season. Yeah, I still. I mean, even though uh, Jokic just got hurt, I still mm. like those guys. The Nuggets, over the Warriors, because yeah. Jamal Murray may come back later. Yeah, I still like the Suns over the Warriors. The Jazz, um, the Jazz. So the Mavericks. I still yeah, I like the, the Mavericks Grizzlies. Too. Yeah. So so at this point, they, they keep going yeah. further and further down from uh-huh. six. So that's why I can't say six. I'm looking more toward a play-in. Uh, what about the Bulls? Can they target top four in the East for sure? Because uh-huh. I because the 76ers are looking. So they're pretty. the one who get down there. Yeah, because it, it's just if you just go through the teams and list them out, say okay, you know the Nets, the what's going to happen yeah. there? The Bucks, you know the, the Bucks are going to make yeah. the Bucks are going to make it. The Heat probably will make it. No one Charlotte, else. Charlotte looks like they might make a run at the playoffs. But this top four is kind of tricky. Top four is tricky, but I think I would still stay with the teams that we talked about mm. earlier, with like Brooklyn. Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Miami, and then Miami, hmm. and then maybe Chicago is just right on the cusp of that top four. I mean, they can compete for home advantage at least in the first round. Yeah, four or five. Yeah. yeah, and these are the teams that are look encouraging, mm-hmm. and the Lakers and the Nets are the opposite. Yeah, they're struggling. Yeah, because I clearly remember when the Lakers won yesterday um, without LeBron. Westbrook and Anthony Davis, they all got 30-plus points. It's like, okay, finally, the Lakers got their um, instruction books on how to use Russ. So there will be a winning streak beginning. Yeah. And today they lost to OKC, wasting 26-point lead. Exactly. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> that game was so bad. Uh, Russell Westbrook has a... Quadruple double? Is quadruple that? double. Quadruple double because he committed was, 10, 10 oh, overs. That game was just, it just offended my eyes, yeah. man. Do you blame like, Russell Westbrook for the Lakers' struggling well, situation? The, the thing was, you know, not to make assumptions, but they came out so strong in the first mm-hmm. half. I think they put up 75 points yeah. in the first half. I mean, they were just wiping the floor with the thunder. And then they and, lost their brooms. Yeah, and then they <laughs> lost their brooms. Exactly. They lost their brooms somewhere. And then, you know, after that, it's like they got too comfortable. Or, ah. you know, they, okay, we're so far ahead. Let's just. And those are a tanking young team. What yeah, we we'll just cruise about? through this. I mean, the average age on the thunder is 23, I believe. Yeah. You know, we've got these young whippersnappers over here. We've done our work. Let's just chill out the rest of the night. And then next thing you know, the Thunder, they're so young, they don't realize they're supposed to lay down and just yeah. take it. You know, they just come firing back. And what do they have to lose? Exactly. And at that point, the Lakers had already turned it off. You know, they turned the car off. Yeah. They're trying to turn it back on. And it, this is not almost starting. impossible if, you know, you uh, let it go and try to get it back. Yeah. I mean, it was already over at that point in time. Mm-hmm. And the Thunder just keep rolling. And then even at the, the end of the game, I don't know if you saw it, but... Um, I can't remember the player's name for OKC, but he had the steal, then he went and dunked it. Yeah. And then Russell Westbrook tried to pick it up. He was ejected. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, and I think that just kind of shows the the frustration mm-hmm. a bit. I mean, they should be. But it's their own fault. Yeah. yeah. It's not like there's something wrong with 
non-game part. It's totally just yeah. the game talked. I mean, it's their own fault. I think with the Lakers, you're just looking at a team trying to find their way. and Kind of the same with the Nets. Uh-huh. But with the Lakers, it's kind of a a grouping issue, I think, as far as the personnel that you put on the floor at at a given time. Yeah. Right? Because Russell Westbrook running the point with LeBron and AD, I, it just doesn't seem to work. And Dwight Howard. Yeah, and Dwight Howard. It doesn't, it doesn't seem to work. No. Um, maybe it would be better to have a situation like back when he was with the Thunder. Yeah. And they will put James Harden with with the second team. Oh, so who should go there, LeBron or Russell? Russell. Oh. So Russell would run the point with the second team. He'd be the primary ball handler. He'd mm-hmm. be the energy. Yeah. And I, you put Dwight Howard uh, or someone that can actually run with Russell on the court. Mm. And then you have Rondo run the point. Rondo run the point. Ooh, that's, yeah. say that five times fast. Yeah, and, you have Rondo run the point when LeBron and AD on the court. That's true, because I've never imagined I can see Roger Rondo pairing Russell Westbrook at the same time. That's say, that, the most... say, say all of those fast. Yeah. Roger and Rondo, Russell Westbrook. Uh-huh. Roger Six. Rondo and Russell Westbrook. Yeah, <laughs> that's the most ridiculous pair I've ever seen. Exactly right. It doesn't make any sense. Uh-huh. I mean, what are you gonna? What do you want them to do together? You're, trying, all the to, you're court? trying to fit a square into a circle, man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that works better. Put put Westbrook with the second group as along with his forty uh, four million dollar salary. Yeah, the most expensive six man of the year. Yeah. Yeah, it because it just doesn't work with Rondo on the court. No. If you're gonna have LeBron and AD out there, you you don't need Rondo as another, uh, you know, scoring guard there. Just put, excuse me, you don't need Westbrook out there as another scoring guard. Mm-hmm. You need Rondo out there to facilitate, and then with the second team, put Westbrook in because he can score. Yeah, that's true. You know, uh, and he will be more comfortable because yeah, he doesn't I, have to worry. Oh, should I pass to because pass it to it's, LeBron? it's just awkward, man. It's awkward to watch him defer so much because part of what made him such a good player is his, his aggressiveness yeah and you notice he's kind of deferring to lebron deferring to ad because he feels like he needs to mm. you know disseminate the ball but if he's running with the second crew um i, I don't think he'll have that issue and you'll see more of like the normal that's true Westbrook. but do you think they would do it before things explode they better in the locker room they, they better do it hmm you saw what happened between Howard and Davis. Uh, they, yeah, that's true. Last week, yeah. although they uh, squashed it again, I'm quoting them. Um, what yeah. about the Nets? Let's forget about Kyrie and his supporters outside the Barclays Center. Oh dear! Now we have to deal with James Harden, who is not himself. No, is he But, struggling because of the rule changes? Yeah. I don't think you can completely forget about Kyrie because he he does have an impact on the way they. That's true, play, yeah. You know, taking taking out a guy of that caliber and not replacing someone else with his caliber is going to be detrimental. Mm-hmm. Kind of like with the 76ers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, okay, this guy's gone. That's great for yeah. maybe team chemistry, but you didn't replace him with an equally valuable player. You don't have one, <laughs> right? You know, you don't have one. You yeah. Know? Um. So obviously, they miss having Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. on the court. Um, but yeah, James Harden. It's what is wrong with him? I think he doesn't shoot well. He doesn't slash. He yeah. actually commits more turnovers and assists. I think there are a few things. I think um, one is not having Kyrie Irving there. Yeah, and maybe that caused some 
issues with team chemistry or whatever it may mm-hmm. be. But he doesn't have another scorer on the court, so mm-hmm. that puts more of a burden on him. Yeah, he's the, the sole ball handler. Yes. So that puts more of a burden on him, you know, which he's we've seen him carry that burden before. Yeah. Actually, How, he carries something yeah. bigger. However, that was a different era. True. Because, and I'll just call them the Harden rules. Mm-hmm. The new rules that are in place dealing with um, the fouls, yeah, right. Um, those really impact him because so many of his points came from free came throws. from the free throw line. It's not like he hasn't dealt with that before. I mean, there were always rule changes against him. He managed to, yeah, he, he managed to adapt. But this this round of rule changes seems to almost be targeted toward his game. Yeah, but uh, so so were Doncic and Trey Young targeted. Doncic, Trey Young, Trey Young, Steph Curry to, yeah, too. They yeah. seem to be doing. I mean, at least better than Harden. Yeah, much better than Harden. And he is three-time scoring champions and MVP and assistant leader. Yeah, no excuse for a guy like that. Very true. Yeah, you know? but he's had more penalties, especially from the free throw line, than any other player. Mm-hmm. And so, also, is he really a hundred percent healthy? And that's the third thing. Yeah, is the hamstring issue. So we injured it last season. He came back during the playoffs, kind of tweaked it again. Mm-hmm. Um, even he said in a, in a post game press conference that he doesn't necessarily feel, you know, a hundred percent right. But this is like forty percent of Harden. Yeah, yeah. But but I think it's it's all tied in. It's all tied together because you know he's not being as aggressive, and he's catered his game so much to drawing fouls, mm. right? Like sometimes when he goes to the rack or when he's shooting, it's like he doesn't even want try to, to make score. A shot. He's <laughs> like, just trying to draw. Yeah, the it's ball. like, yeah. do you want to score or do you want to get fouled? Like mm-hmm. you know, it's, 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 like when he shoots, it's just these awkward flailing limbs, yeah. a leg over here, an arm over there. Mm-hmm. Pretty you much, know, yeah. in every game he talked to the referee like, how is that not a foul? Yeah, you know, his torso is in the stands, his legs on the other side of the court, just body parts everywhere, right? It's like, are you even trying to score? Or you just want to draw the foul. And if you look at the way he's played over the past two, three, four, whatever seasons, the amount of fouls that he draws, that's true. It, you know, it w- could lead you to believe that he's just trying to draw foul after mm. foul after foul. After yeah, foul. that's one of the reasons I don't really like to watch his game. That yeah, mm. and uh, someone made a someone made a point about that. I think it was Nick Wright on. Um, I don't know what show Nick Wright is on, but he he made a point saying that with the new rules, maybe that's led defenders to be a bit more confident. Yeah, that's true. Now they don't have to worry about oh, should I go there because I will get into foul trouble. And now no. They know the referees won't call yeah. it. Exactly. Can Harden and the Nets snap out of it? They still have the league's two of the league's best scorers. Yeah, I think they'll snap out of it. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is just kind of a, um, you know, a, a period of kind of he's just kind of adapting mm. to the new rules. So he had to tweak his game. So much for today. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, we'll be hearing from you guys very soon next week. Peace. See ya.